Welcome to the freehoroscope.ca podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Before we begin our program, we invite you to our website at www.freehoroscope.ca where you can get free horoscopes, free reading night invites, and so much more. Also, you are invited to call our telephone line at 1-800-498-8777 and the first three minutes are free. Again, that number is 1-800-498-8777. Enjoy the show and here's your host. The houses in the astrological charts. First house. The first house shows the result of what we manage to bring across the world of ideas, plans, and commitments. It's what remains when our new ideas and impulses meet our reality. It is what overflows our status quo. It is the direct indication of how much we are able to accept. Second house. The second house is the reaction of our life and environment to whatever what was new in the first. It has to do with how our life changes because of or in response to this new energy. It has to do with how we adapt to, possess, or have something. Third house. The third house continues to set forth the drama from the first and the second. The first is the new start. The second is the new body or what is drawn forth in response to the first. And the third is how the situation develops to its fullness. It has to do with the working out and exploring of all details and ramifications of what is forming. Fourth house. The fourth house marks to the extent to which this body develops its limits. It's also one of the angular houses and starts a new series of three. The fourth house has to do with the fullness of experience, the body or meat of it. Development has reached its physical peak and can go no further. Instead, we can feel or move within its existence. Fifth house. The fifth house singles the end of the simple feeling of the experience and the beginning of consciousness of what it is that we have experienced. We are pouring forth or leaving the body. Emote emotions, offspring, self-consciousness, pride, and the like. Sixth house. The sixth house signals the end of the vitality of the body and marks attempts to prolong, conserve, and take care of the experience or body. The experience or party is over. Here we give service. Our day-to-day routine is highlighted. Therefore, our jobs, work, mundane, everyday life takes place. Seventh house. The seventh house, another angular house, marks the beginning of a new series of three houses. Here we cross over to the personal houses to the impersonal houses. The personal experience of the sixth house is finished. It falls away from us and we see it as a complete stage in our development or whole. We leave the body and start into the mind, a timing away from the attempt for personal salvation toward a concerns for others marriage. Eighth house. The eighth house results from our fully grasping the nature of completed personal experience in the first six houses. What was right about it and what was wrong. Here we strip away and can do without what was wrong. The extra baggage is unloaded. Ninth house. The ninth house has to do with what remains when all extra is stripped away. It is what remains or is enduring from the entire episode, the seed essence. It becomes the light for a new idea in the tenth, where the whole cycle repeats itself. Tenth house. The tenth house is at the peak of the chart, represents the most ideal or out-of-body part of the wheel. It is directly overhead up there and to the south. It is the house, clear practical vision, clairvoyance, 
ideas can take their seat where as planets pass through the tenth. In the natal chart, the tenth represents where we have our head above water and can see what to do. Clear, practical vision. It is therefore associated with career, vocation, and the like. The tenth house holds a clear idea about something, what is often called an out-of-body vision or experience, a time when we can really get insight in its totality. Eleventh house. Eleventh house is a movement away from the tenth house and down towards the lower hemisphere of the chart. The eleventh house takes a clear idea seen in the tenth and resolves to put it to work, to keep it in mind or make it matter. We make a commitment to carry the idea into our daily life, that is, carry it across the ascendant, the first house cusp, and into the lower part of the chart, our personal life. The eleventh house has to do with our plan for action, group goals, cooperation. Twelfth house. The twelfth house is even closer to the ascendant and sphere of action. The bright idea that we had in the tenth and the resolve to do something about it we made in the eleventh is now coming up against the status quo of the Ascendant in the twelfth of our day-to-day -day reality. In the twelfth house, we are faced with a choice. We are about to cross over from the more impersonal realm of ideas planning into actual day-to-day -day circumstances. In the twelfth, we begin to face the difference between our idea and our reality. We can either forget the whole thing and let go, or we can care enough about making the idea matter in our life to buckle down and accept the way things are, status quo, and try to overcome them, to bring our new idea through it, get it across the ascendant. Thanks so much for tuning into our podcast. Before we end our program, we invite you to our website at www.freehoroscope.ca where you can get free horoscopes, free reading night invites, and so much more. Also, you are invited to call our telephone line at 1-800-498-8777. The first three minutes are free. Again, the number is one 800 498 Seven, seven. Stay tuned for the next show.